This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Okay, hey, hi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch where our lovely and talented Mariana sometimes turns the stream on without telling us. Hey. Like a champ. Keeping us on our toes. I'm going to blast Rebecca Black all day as a way to get revenge. That would be pretty hellish. That'd be like uh, from The Walking Dead. Oh, wait. Actually, you're not caught up. So I, can't I didn't see the entire last season because I don't have a TV. Never mind. Trying to, be, trying, to, trying to simplify my life. No TV. It's been pretty cool. Although I have missed out on a couple of seasons of my favorite shows. Less cool. But anyway, guys, we do sometimes talk about gaming. And today we have quite a bit to go over. But as always, this video cast is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every day of the week. Boom. Boom. Buy them toys. Boom, bang, bing. Toys and gaming accessories. These are man dollies. Thank you very much. And tickets. So let's dive in. And of course, everybody in Twitch chat, it's always fun to talk to you before we get rolling with the show and hear how you're all doing. Big news for us. This is a map we've been working on for quite some time. The new Grimkin Crossroads FLG mat for the Hordes game, War Machine and Hordes, popular game by Privateer Press. This was debuted this weekend at Lock and Load and it was a hit. You can order or pre-order this now at store.frontlinegaming.org and we will begin shipping them on Friday, July 21st. Really, really cool, Matt. I dig it a lot. Um, Privateer Press had a lot of feedback on it. It was kind of a, a joint effort between them and our, our team. Yeah. And it looks great. Obviously, it's themed for the Grimkin faction, which is the new Hordes faction, but you could use it for any War Machine or Hordes faction. Or if you play 4x4 games, you can use it for any 4x4 game. But obviously it's meant specifically for Hordes. Yeah. So take a look. If it tickles your fancy, pick it up, pre-order it, and we'll ship it to you next week. Give it a little tickle. Tickle your fancy. Tickle. You know what you need to Don't tickle. you have to be fancy to get tickled that way though? Uh, duh. So we don't classify. Uh, well, if you fancy the mat. If you fancy the mat, we'll tick give you a little tickle. We'll tickle you. It's a little weird. Is that how it works? Right, only if you're of I don't really legal understand. age and consenting. Uh, this just went to a dark place. Oh, it could get a lot darker. Well, Las Vegas open. Yay! The Grimkin is all about uh, Grimm's fairy tales, which are very yep. dark. Oh, it's super dark. The real Grimm's yeah. fairy tales are awful. Oh, yeah, they're horrible. People are dying. Eating children. Eating. Like, like the bad guys ugh. lose half the time. Or the uh, good guys lose or, half the time, yeah. Well, they win half the time, too. Actually, what you said was, was true both ways. <laughs> but not what I meant. Yeah. So. But anyway, really cool mat. We're super stoked. You'll be seeing more Privateer Press mats coming out from FLG, uh, Frontline Gaming, us. And keep an eye on this one. But, of course, this one we're very excited about. We have actually have quite a few FLG mats that we are waiting to release. So keep your eye on Frontline Gaming, and we will have more coming your way. Get those coin purses ready. Uh, yeah. Does anybody actually have a coin purse anymore? <laughs> like, I had so many that jokes even a thing? that popped into my head that none of which were appropriate. <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to skip that 
and jump in uh, to the Las Vegas Open. We have decided to set registration Thursday morning, July 20th. That is next week. Uh, we had a couple of little things we were still hammering out, but this is going to be a spectacular year. We're extremely excited. Going to be the biggest and the best Las Vegas Open to date. Uh, we've consistently grown a lot. Uh, year one was only 500 people, which is still a huge event. And in year four, we were at pushing 2,000. Yep. So we've been growing, growing tremendously, um, and that's unique attendance. So we're super excited to see where we go in 2018. But uh, mark your calendars, Thursday morning, July 20th. Uh, registration will open. Uh, all the tickets so quickly, but especially the big events. Uh, the high roller package usually is gone like in an hour. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't even in an hour. No, it was gone like instantly last yeah. time. So uh, if you guys want that, be ready. <laughs> yeah, definitely be ready to grab that high roller package yeah. if, if it appeals to you. So what do you get with the high roller package? Why is it exciting? Uh, it is a more expensive ticket. However, uh, this in 2017, I believe you got like almost $400 worth of stuff. Yeah, I think it was like $400. It might have even been least. more than that. Yeah, it was a lot of product. It was multiple full boxed games. Mm -hmm. They all retailed for over 100 bucks. Multiple full re uh, rule books. Yep. They were all like $60, $70 MSRP. You get to go in the high roller line, which means you don't wait in registration line. Mm -hmm. um, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. All kinds of cool swag. Uh, it's like basically you at least double triple the price in goodies so it's it's an incredible value yeah. uh, you get the the high roller reg line again as i had noted so you don't have to wait in registration line you just get to go right up into the vip line all kinds of fun stuff and what we're going to include in this year's high roller package is early registration for 2019 Boom. right so what you'll be doing is you'll also be making an investment in the next year to make sure you get the opportunity to get all the goodies that you want to get. Yep. So uh, extremely good value. There's a reason why these sell out almost instantaneously. Make sure that if you do want to get the high roller package that you are ready to go right away. Because yep. again, we never know what's gonna happen. Maybe it doesn't sell out instantly, but if the past is any indicator of the future, it will. Yeah, and they're limited. So we only have a certain amount, so they will sell out eventually. Yep, and the limitation is because uh, the manufacturers that work with us on this can only give us so much stuff. And I will, I can tell you there is some custom swag, uh, really, really cool stuff that you can only get in the LVO High Roller Package for 2018. Like, it'll be unique, awesome gaming goodies that we're working with with some manufacturers. Um, like embroidered, it's going to be really cool. Uh, we're also offering this year some package deals. We've never done this before, but we think it's going to be a really cool and easy way for people that say you're only coming to play competitive 40K at the Las Vegas Open. That's what you're there for. And you want to get uh, everything you need and you don't want to uh, buy a bunch of different tickets. What we're going to do is offer a limited amount of uh, bundle deals for people that tend to come and do the same stuff. We've noticed that over the years, um, John Smith, he always comes, plays in the 40K championships. He plays in the 40K Sunday RTT. Obviously, you have to have your con badge to get in uh, and then grabs a T-shirt. So we're going to put in a bunch of stuff that's themed and then it's going to be at a discount so that uh, you can get all the cool stuff you want that will cover your whole experience at the Las Vegas Open. And you'll have just one ticket that you have to buy 
makes it easy yep. and it'll be at a discount. So um, for example, you could get, like I said, the con badge, 40K championships, Sunday RTT, t-shirt and pint class. Yep. Like kind of like the cool package. Uh, and we're going to offer that for a 40K uh, competitive track, narrative, uh, War Machine and Hordes track, and Age of Sigmar. Um, for right now, that's the only bundles that we have planned. Uh, we may put uh, pull together another one, but uh, that kind of covers the trend that we see most frequently when people come to the LVO and they kind of stick in one, uh, I guess, uh, event track, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and then you'll get some extra goodies in there too. So Yeah, some unique uh, definitely stuff. Definitely worthwhile. And again, those are limited as well. Yep. So if you do want to get those, um, it, this, we're, we're trying it out this year to see if it's popular. I think it will be. Um, and then you'll get some unique goodies in there too uh, as a part of those package deals. Yep. Pretty, pretty cool. And also I do want to touch on the Sunday RTT. Uh, we did have some, we had some, I would say some moderate to severe logistical issues. Yeah. Uh, 2017, we were trying to go high tech on it. And what the Sunday RTT is for people who don't know, uh, on Sunday, for those of you who don't make the 40K finals, which is most, almost everybody, mm-hmm. only, the, 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 only the elite eight make it to day three, uh, a lot of people want to start the next year's ITC season with points. So it's a great idea. The execution this year left a little bit to be desired. Um, I'm, com- I'm comfortable saying that we stepped on our f- foot a little bit, tripped on our foot a little bit. That's a different tripped expression. Tripped on a rock. <laughs> That expression goes differently. Stepped on a nail, maybe. Yeah, not, not exactly appropriate. Was um, optimal. We tried to go high tech, and we were using the BCP app, but it's chaotic because when people show up for the Sunday RTT, a lot of people are hungover and they, they drop, mm-hmm. or they just walk in and they go, oh, I want to play. And so we were trying to like input people in reg, and there was a lot of events that got started late. They didn't have full brackets. It was a kind of a mess, a little bit of an embarrassment, but uh, it's a great idea, and we are committed to making it work. Right. And you, the best thing to do when you make a mistake is own it and learn. Yep. So we're going low tech this year. So what we're going to do is we're going to have tables set up with poster board brackets, old school. Oh, yeah. Right. So you Super literally old. will walk up to a table. We'll have judges there pointing people where to go so that it won't matter if you come and pay the day of. Of course, it's easier if you don't. Um, and you literally will write your name on your bracket. Kumite style. Bloodsport. Boom. Except no one's hopefully getting hurt. It's like Feast of Blades. They did the exact same thing at Feast of Blades. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, so. well, I'm not pretend like I didn't Boom. know. Boom. No, I didn't know that Take actually. That. So then you'll come in, you'll okay. write your name on, and we'll have multiple tables going at a time so that if you walk up with your buddies, you don't play in the same uh, bracket. Yeah. It'll be eight people per bracket, uh, single elimination, ton of fun. Write your name on the board. The next person, you play them. If you win, you write your name on the next bracket. If you win again, you go to the finals for your heat. And, uh, and then you'll play winner take all. Uh, it'll be a low price ticket. And what it will do is we'll let everybody potentially start the 2018 season with an RTT win under their belt. Super cool. It's a great totally idea. We just yeah. didn't do it right in 2017. But we are committed Oops. to making it work in 2018. Yeah. And we're going low tech, baby. We're going to make it easy. low. Because then once it gets started, what we can do is we can go input the data in while the round is going. Yeah. Right. Makes it easy. Right. So it should be foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm a fool. So there's always room for error. Darn. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. And then we've also got, uh, what are some of the other fun events? We're going to have a 40K doubles. Yep. Uh, We're going to have Drop Zone and Drop Fleet. Drop Zone, Drop Fleet. And they are Uh, talking about making it a very big event. I'm excited for that. Uh, Blood Bowl is going to be huge. It went huge in 2017. Yeah. Blood Bowl was freaking 
Uh, I was like, wow, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Games Workshop is committed. They, they, when they saw how many people showed up for Blood Bowl, they're like, oh, wow. Yep. And then uh, there's something that we can't really talk about, but uh, there will be something new coming out at LVO. Oh, that's right. It that will that, be a big event. As it'll well. be a debut so, tournament. Yeah. That's going to be super exciting. So that one will be yeah. really cool. But uh-huh. um, Games Workshop is dedicated to making the Blood Bowl event awesome. Like, they yeah. really want to support the Blood Bowl event. So that's going to be very exciting. Um, there's gonna be so many events. Well, obviously, we can't talk about all of them because there's way too many. Yeah. The spreadsheet with the list of events like doesn't fit on one screen. Yeah. Um, make sure to mark your calendar. Thursday, July 20th. Uh, you're gonna definitely want to grab those tickets quick because they do go fast, and it is going to be awesome. Yeah. What do you predict, Frankie? How many people do you think will be in the 40k champs this year? We have 400 in 2017. I'm gonna say 552. That's very specific. Yep. I think that we will have 512. We will have the mat- the number that no one thought was going to be doable. I think we're going to do it this year. I think we're going to have 552 with 60 no shows. Okay. We had a 20 almost 20% no show rate. I know this year, lot, which yeah. is a lot. It's usually around 10-15%. Yep. because uh, we had just under 500 register and we had just under 400 show up. We were like yep. 397 or something like that. But, uh, I mean, that's insane. We never thought a 512-person tournament was even realistic. No. I mean, we used to go to, like, the big one was 256, and there were only, like, a couple of tournaments that hit those numbers yeah. ever. And we were like, yeah, these are the big tournaments. And now it's like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, it's just like opening, <laughs> Almost doubled. It's opening our minds as to yeah. what is possible. Because I remember the first time I went to Adepticon way back in the day, way back in the day, and I was classic big fish, small pond. I won local RTTs, not even all the time, but I was like, I was really good in fifth edition. I thought I was hot shit. I went to Adepticon and I was like, what the (laughs) What have I done? My eyes were just like, I was like, are you kidding me? Like as far as I could see, it was 40K tables and like all these people, because the internet, you know, the internet uh, 40K community was very, like, blowing up at that point in time. Yeah. All these people who had, like, read their articles, I was like, what the... F-? Crazy, man. Crazy. And then oh, yeah. uh, that's when you really get to test your skill. And I was like, let's see if I'm actually as good as I think I am, because all of a sudden I feel like a minnow in the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's that's what makes it so much fun. Heck yeah. That's what makes it so that's much fun. So, and then just a couple more points on the Las Vegas Open before we move on. Uh, it's not all just about the competition. We will have hobby events. We will have uh, narrative gaming, of course, uh, casual gaming, all kinds of fun stuff. So that if the hardcore competition is not your cup of tea, there's a lot of stuff to do. And oh, yeah. then, of course, we got confirmation last night. The Coop Juice. Oh, yeah. Coop Nasty. The Coop Nasty. He has been leading the pub crawl whether officially or unofficially, since the first year of the LVO, Coop Juice's wild ride, the LVO pub crawl, will be happening again. It should be called the Koopa Coaster. The Koopa Coaster. I like it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. We have all sorts of social events going on, so it's not just gaming. It's also hanging out with friends, meeting new people. Uh, LVO is amazing. Yeah, and you, of course, bring your spouse, bring your yep. significant other. We have events during the daytime. For people who are not gamers, it's usually wives and girlfriends, yeah. not, not to stereotype. That's just the way it usually goes. Uh, and then a couple of uh, guys with big uh, wolfish grins on their faces. <laughs> um, and I, I, I tease. No one's trying to pick up on your girlfriend or anything like that. But it was funny. There was one dude with a big cheesy smile in the picture. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and there's all kinds of fun stuff yeah. uh, to do during the daytime for people who maybe aren't oriented towards gaming. 
So oh, yeah. make sure to get ready for that. This is a big day. Big day of the year. Big old day. Yeah. All right. Tonight's Friday Night Fight will feature Dark Angels versus Harlequins per our Twitch subscribers vote last night. Uh, make sure to tune in for the fun. It starts at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, the Harlequin Army that we have, we've been getting mad requests for Harlequins because they're so much better in 8th uh, edition. Uh, it's not fully painted. It's a studio. Uh, it's an army that we're painting for a client. It's only like, I don't know, 20% done. Yeah. So just bear that in mind. Uh, also, if you caught last night's game, um, that is a really good example of how to deploy to lose. Like a boss. I right? mean, yeah. Yeah, I um, I went in with a, I would call it a big list advantage. Uh, don't know what. I just brain farted. I was way overconfident. I deployed all my long things in range of Frankie's entire army. And, um, you know, as they say, Reese, I only lose games that I choose to. Last night was not one of those games. I could tell. Uh, I beat you off the camera, but the last two times we played on camera, you have given me a pretty firm shellacking. Oh, yeah. Uh, but just to give you an idea of how that game went, I fired 15 missile launchers, two LAS cannons, 36 assault cannon shots, all rerolling ones to hit and wound, and I killed a, a single model. Oh, no, 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 no. You killed two. Oh, but one, res one reanimated. Yeah. You killed, killed, you killed two, two destroyers. Models. That's mm -hmm. the way that game went. Six wounds. First charge, three inch charge, or four inch charge, failed it on Snake Eyes. That was the way that game went, but I also deployed really badly. So if you want to check that out, again, we're joking right now, but honestly, it's a really good example of how to deploy to lose the game because I set myself up to lose before a single die was rolled. Um, you could study that as a way to uh, learn from my mistake. And what Reese means is he has long-range shooting, and he deployed super close to where my short-range shooting and can I actually shoot him. And deployed them first to yes. give you a chance to counter-deploy me. Exactly. Yep. It was like textbook bad. Yep. And uh, I was just really overconfident uh, coming into that game because I had such a list advantage, but I didn't utilize, I didn't leverage any of my advantages, and then I've uh, opened the door for Frankie to kick my ass, which is what happened. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so anyway, make sure to tune in tonight. Hopefully see a game of skilled 40K. Ooh. And that will be Dark Angels versus Harlequins, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, the BAO format has been formalized, or finalized, excuse me. Thank you to everybody who voted uh, to help shape the event. Uh, it's a little closer than we would have liked to the actual event, but we really didn't have a choice. Uh, 8th edition came out so close to the BAO uh, that we needed to give people time to actually play so that they can make an informed or relatively informed decision when they voted on the format for the BAO. Yeah. But we needed enough time for people to prepare. I think we struck the best possible compromise between those two goals. Um, your mileage may vary. but uh, yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, yeah. really and truly, we, a few things got tweaked, and then it's basically the same missions that you played last year. And then if you went to Nova, it's the same, pretty much the same missions that you played before too. So Yeah, I mean, they're... they're they're tweaked, but a little bit. Yeah, but uh, basically, if you played in like BAL last year and Nova last year, you should be totally Ready to up rock. to speed. Yeah. yeah. So just to give you to give everybody heads up, we did email everybody that's going to the BAO um, to make sure that they have time to prepare and they understand what to expect. Uh, the BAO format it is obviously two thousand points ITC formatted event. Um, what that means is it's basically playing right out of the book with just a couple of slight modifications. Uh, we don't allow you to use command points to reroll the Cs or end the game rolls, or any game, any die rolls before the game begins. Um, we are doing uh, 2,000 points, three detachments. Uh, per the vote of BAO attendees, uh, we are not allowing any models 
models, not units, models with a power level of 31 or greater for this event. A lot of people would raise concerns that they were not enjoying the game with those models in it. So we put that forth for the BAO, uh, BAO community to vote on it. Yeah. Um, and and that's then, basically like the Titan class models yeah. will not be allowed. So. And I've had people emailing me upset about the choice of language because they don't think it's a Titan, which is fine. Fair uh, we use that we use that language to describe the very big, bigger than an Imperial Knight. Yeah. Right. I call anything bigger than an Imperial Knight a Titan. Your mileage may vary. Um, that language well, wasn't meant to be I mean, confusing. Yeah. Very nice. I, fair enough. It, it really <laughs> is just a matter of opinion, you know. Like. Yeah. Um, I, an Imperial Knight to me is the, is like a baby Titan. Anything above that is a Titan, but your mileage may vary. Yep. Um, What's the definition on Titan? Go chat. Yeah. Define let, it. Let us know. Where is the hard line in the sand that is defined as a Titan? Um, although it's funny, one person who got mad at me for that told me the model that they wanted to bring, and I was like, that is absolutely a Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. It's got it's bigger than a damn Warhound, but uh, oh my God. at any rate, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, the uh, event will not have those models, and uh, the only other change was per the vote. People wanted to use more uh, complex layered missions. Uh, the Eternal War missions in the book are fun. They're simple, but uh, for tournament play, I, I think that they perhaps don't satisfy the desires of the kind of... Um, they're, they're basically the same missions as seven. And it's like the same thing that we did in seventh. We were like, we need to make these more complex because they're very like a lot of the games are like one sided. You can you have know? huge lopsided yeah. games it's like the like relic. Yeah, I jump on the relic. You can't get me. I kill points. Away. Like, yeah, it's like kill points out of the book, yeah. especially if you allow the big models. It's like if you're playing it just by the book, there's armies that will like almost never lose. Right. Yeah. Like I have three models. Oh, yeah. And you then, have. You know, I have three units in my army and you have 12. Like, good luck. And with the way that some units work now, like uh, like artillery pieces. <laughs> you play that game and you have like 15 yeah. heavy support. You're like, okay, I'm going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, so it's, it's like they're, they're, they're not bad missions. They're really no, fun missions. Not. But they yeah. create lopsided outcomes um, if you play them just as they are. And in a tournament, you don't want the mission to determine the outcome. The mission is supposed to provide a platform through which the players can showcase their skill yeah. and sometimes luck, often luck. So uh, we're using day one. This is something we've been working on since last year to try and take um, all the awesome missions that are out there in the ITC community, in the tournament community, and uh, expose more players to them to, to provide a way to mix them together. Uh, as you guys know, we've been working on this for quite some time, and we thought this was a great opportunity to do exactly that. So day one, we're doing the ITC combined arms missions. And again, huge thanks to the LVO judge staff, yeah. especially to Mr. Chris Morgan from the uh, Forge Narrative podcast. He stayed up very late, uh, several nights in a row to uh, get these done. And uh, again, if you ever need his help, he is a pro at doing this graphic design uh, document layout type stuff. And he'll make your event packet look pro. Just go back and look at what I did previously. It wasn't bad. It just didn't. It looked like someone who didn't know what they were doing did it, which is the case. So the ITC combined arms missions, they are out there. We're going to be playing scenario one, three, four. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to be playing Nova format missions day two. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's basically going to be like playing like two different RTTs in one GT. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah, it's going to be cool, and it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how people do with the different like uh, 
different mission types. So I'm interested to see if the guys that do really well with the BAO mission or the um, ITC missions do as well with the Nova missions. Yeah, and I think the variety is really good because yeah. it forces you to take a list that can do all these different things. Oh yeah. Uh, and, I, and that's good, right? Like uh, the ITC missions are fairly similar one to the other and uh, not that that's a bad thing, but we try our best to put checks and balances in there to like help and hurt elite and horde armies, you know, like yeah. to do all those things to make the game more fun and fair and to, incur to disincentivize you from just taking the most efficient thing, Yep. right? It's just so that we get more variety. Uh, and the Nova format missions, they're, they're different. They're, they're similar in that they're multi-path missions, but they're different in that you are in control of choosing your path to victory. So yeah. with the Nova format missions, we really recommend that you go play them at least once before you come to the BAO. You don't want to be trying to figure it out on the tabletop because in the ITC combined arms missions, they kind of, they, they, they present a path to you and there's some luck in there and you basically try to walk that path as best as possible. And the Nova format missions, you choose the path that you will take to victory. It gives you more control. Yep, so you have to take into account your list and your opponent's list and what you're gonna be able to do, like maybe uh, like Big Game Hunter or something like that, kill the most expensive thing in your opponent's army. Maybe not gonna be able to do that against somebody that has a bunch of Imperial Knights or something, so go after something else, so. Yeah, and like say, <laughs> for example, uh, the classic example we always give is when Frankie chose badly at the Nova Open, he was playing Battle Company versus a Flyrant army. Now remember, this we're going back in time, and the flying monster creatures couldn't score objectives in, when they were in the air. Yep. Uh, so Frankie chose end of game scoring when he should have chosen progressive, because he would have been picking up points the whole game, and his opponent couldn't have done anything about it because he's flying. So don't do what Frankie did. But you know, it actually made the tournament way more fun because <laughs> by turn three, I was sweating bullets on every game. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, so this is why you should play them before. Because yes. once you get the hang of them, they're brilliant missions, they're extremely well designed, and they give you control over uh, overcoming a bad matchup, yeah, which that's, that, that's what makes them so cool. Yep. Uh, and I think it's going to be really fun to mix it up. Oh, I definitely agree. Yeah. Also, one, uh, two other points we want to make sure people understand. The ITC paint appearance standard was increased this season. Uh, we want to make sure no one misses that because you don't want to be disqualified from prize support. You have to be painted to a tabletop standard, three colors based, right? So make sure you do that because otherwise, if you go into a position to win something, you will not win anything, and that would suck. No one wants that to happen. Second of all, make sure you understand our WYSIWYG policy for 8th edition. It has changed, it is going to be enforced, and specifically what we mean, uh, now that in 8th edition you have a detachment, you have sub-faction keywords, the best example is the different flavors of Space Marines. Now that GW has previewed the chapter tactics for Ultramarines, you guys are gonna to start to understand more what we mean by this. If your army's painted as all Ultramarines, and one detachment is Ultramarines, but another detachment is supposed to be White Scars, they're all painted the same, that's not gonna fly. You will not be allowed to do that because your opponent will have no idea what's what, right? If you're playing Catachans and everything's painted green, Catachan colors, but then you have a detachment of Lehman Russes and they're supposed to be Cadian because you want to use Pask, you will not be able to do that. You have to be, your opponent must easily identify what is what, has to. Really important, it's not fair to your opponent otherwise. In that example, you could go, you could do the, as little as putting a decal that says Cadia on the tanks that are all Cadian and all the other tanks have a decal that says Katachan. Yep. That would be enough. Because then your opponent can look and go, okay, I know what that is. You could paint the bases a different color. Um, but you, you, you have to 
you have to do it and yeah. we're going to strictly enforce it. Yeah, there has to be something marking because the way that auras work and psychic powers and all this other stuff, you you have to be able to tell if that unit is even affected by that aura or not. Yes. Um, it's not fair to your opponent. So. Yeah, so make sure that you do that. Otherwise, uh, your army will be changing detachments. And if your character uh, was, I don't know, Khan or whatever, well, now he's a, just a normal captain. Aww. So... We don't want anybody to get caught off guard by this. Nope. All right. Uh, Forge World released a gorgeous new Sikran tank, the Sikran Punisher. Uh, I got to say it. It looks shockingly like a drop zone commander tank, the rapier that I use all the time. Go look at that tank and then look at this. And it's... It's I, close, but not exactly. It's, it's the cannon. Close. The cannon on that is way bigger. And it actually like hangs off. And it can go... It's on an articulated side what? mount. It's a rotary cannon with a belt feed. And it has a machine gun in the front. And the shape of the tank is the same, too. Not saying there's any connection. I'm just saying it really reminded me one of Maybe the Maybe it was Drop Zone that copied them. In the past? In the past. Three years ago? Because they knew it they were going to release yeah. in the future. So, again, I'm not saying that they copied them. I'm just saying there might have been some inspiration. All right, guys. Oh, also, I want to talk about an event that went on uh, this past weekend. We had Tim Travers versus Thomas Hekshimoki on the top table. Obviously, Thomas Hekshimoki is a phenomenal player. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Travers, new player to the game, he previously won the Boise Cup. And um, I poo-pooed on his list a little bit. And I guess he what caught some jerk. I know. He caught some crap for it. And I just wanted to say that that was not meant to be personal at all. Um, it's just the, the flyer-heavy lists, I think, are problematic in the game. I've been saying that from the word go. Apparently, he took that army because he's in the Air Force. So I apologize uh, if anybody was giving you crap because of something, something I said. That's not what I intended. But he intentionally changed his list because he was getting some, he was getting some uh, people razzing him. So he brought a double Leviathan Dread and Drop Pod list and, and damn near won another event. And I think I, I'm going to just say it now, guys, don't, don't like rouse other people or like hit on or like get mad at hit them for their them? list not not hit on but get mad at them or yell at them for their list or anything like that that's yeah, just stupid. It's, it's, if it's a legal list don't get mad at them like yeah i mean it is what it is right yeah. like uh, when we express our opinions on the show it's it's more about like the big picture it's not about one individual person so uh, i did want to apologize if i caused any hassle for you but congratulations on making it to the top table again with a very unique and cool list yeah and of course congratulations to thomas for winning yet another uh, tournament. Well done, guys. So we have a ton of events this weekend. Like, what? 15, 20 events? Yeah, there's a good 15 on here. Jeez, at least. Two GTs. We have the Warzone Houston GT in Houston, Texas. Yep. And the Slaughterhouse GT in East Grand Forks, uh, Minnesota. Well, uh, wow. Yeah, uh, we, have, we have tournaments all, all over the over place. The place few in California, Canada. Australia, Washington, all over the place. So definitely go get your points, guys and girls, um, and see who wins the ITC this year. It's going to be Thanks exciting. So good luck to everybody this weekend, and let's go over your current ITC rankings. We have the top 10 is currently uh, Ian Andrew continues to lead the pack. He's been on uh, he's been in first place for quite some time now. Yep. Andrew Ford is in second. David Johansson in third. Vincent Arroyo in fourth. Herb Schaefer in fifth. Paul McKelvey in sixth. Timothy Travers in seventh. Thomas Hexham Oki in eighth. Kieran Howard in ninth. And Ryan Olson in tenth. Also, guys, 
If you want to go check out this list I mentioned, uh, make sure to sign up for the Best Coast Pairings uh, paid service. I think it comes out to five bucks a month or you can get it for a year for like, I don't know, three or four bucks a month. I can't remember. You can go yeah. check it out. And that gives you access to every list that is uploaded into the BCP database, which is a lot. So oh, if yeah. you want some inspiration, uh, maybe your next, next Army idea, uh, make sure to do that. Support them. And there's all kinds of cool swag, discounts you can get. Uh, make sure to check that out because that, that is a, a great service that they provide us. Heck yeah. Top teams, Mugu Legion uh, has, oh, all right, mate. The Aussie Battlers fell down. The Aussie Battlers, come on. I know you guys are on the bottom of the earth, but you shouldn't be on the bottom of the rankings. Oh. <laughs> Our <laughs> the, team's not even on the rankings. We haven't been in the We're rankings out, forever, yeah. man. But we oh. will. We're coming back. Moogle Legion at first, Aussie Battlers in second, Beast Coast third, Can Hammer fourth, Death Spiral down fifth. Top Sisters of Battle, we have Adrian Gennard. Top, he's back. Yeah, he, no, he's been leading the pack the whole, the whole season. <clears throat> Thomas Hexamoki is number one for Space Marines. Ash Militarum, Sean Porter is in the lead. Blood Angels, we have Timothy Travers, Chaos Demons, Ian Andrew, Chaos Renegades, we have Aaron Hayden, uh, Chaos Space Marines, we have Mark Perry, Colt Mechanicus, Robert Harp, Dark Angels, we have Ben Rorison, Dark Eldar, we have Troy Salaweski, Death Watch, Anthony D'Amour, Eldar, Andrew Ford, Corsairs, Carter Leach, Grey Knights, we have Shailen Allen, Gene Sealer Colt, Josh Bagwell, Harlequins, David Ivings, Imperial Knights, Mike Keys. Is that our buddy, Mike? I don't know. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool if he was playing again. Inquisition, we have Jason Ryder. Knight Renegades, Tom Drury. Corn Demonkin, forever and always, James Schopf. Militarium <laughs> Tempestus, we have Bill Durrett. Necrons, Alexander Gonzalez. Assassins, Paul Boutine. Orcs, Rich Kilton. Skitari, Matt Evans. Space Wolves, Mitch Pelham. Tau, Paul McKelvey and Tyranids, Henry, too. Nicely done, everybody. All right, guys, hit us with some of your questions in the chat before we wrap it up for today. Uh, next, Nurax01 says it's $49.99 for a year for BCP. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's a little over 4 bucks a month. Not a bad deal. And you get a lot. For that, CW Dub, okay. subscribe to Twitch Prime. Woo, CW Dub, thank, thank you very you for, much. Thank you for resubscribing. If you did subscribe with Amazon Prime or Twitch Prime, please remember to resubscribe every month because uh, it, it doesn't automatically resubscribe you. Yeah. CW Dub has been subscribed for 25 months. You're thank a you very much. Wolf Priest Carl, Frankie, how long will the wolf beard be? Oh. It's not a beard, it's like Peach oh, Fuzz. This is a beard, dude. Peach Fuzz gone wild. I will look like Ragnar one day. <laughs> sure. Uh, Bugman, there is no sub poll right now. Um, we're just doing the talk show. Yeah, the sub poll will be during the game tonight. What do you guys think of the ATC, oh, of the ARC rifles or Skitari Vanguards? Uh, the ARC rifles are pretty good. They're yeah, okay. the, I think they're really good. The plasma are really good too. Uh, Dark Raptor, okay. if I have a Dakajet base within one inch of a Kef, does it get, uh, I think the entire base has to be within um, yep. range. I can't remember, you have to read the verbiage of the calf. Uh, couldn't all Infantry Thousand Suns list work? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I totally, totally think you can. You get a two-up save versus a uh, small arms fire, basically, and you have an invul save. Yeah. Um, I think you could totally do it. I think you would want to mix in some stuff. Um, like Magnus. Take Magnus. Yeah, maybe, maybe take some spawn for grabbing objectives. Maybe take some cultists just for yeah. uh, um, 
meat shields or zingers. Uh, don't the magnification. Any idea when the first eighth edition quarterly poll will be? Any time frame? Yeah, it's uh, probably going to be after the BAO, and um, we are also, um, you know, communicating with, with G Dub. Um, who knows? They may put out something for everybody too. So keep your eye on uh, JW's Warhammer community page. Uh, and then, but yeah, we, we will let you guys know how that's going to shake down after the BAO for sure. Uh, Lantern Design, how can I design one of your FLG mats? Uh, go ahead and send me an email to frankie at frontlinegaming.org and uh, we'll get you all set up if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, Rickling uh, Hayes118. Hayes was my grandpa's name. I like that name. <laughs> Hayes1118, welcome to the Frontline. Thank you for your subscription. Ooh. We really appreciate your support. Uh, it means a lot to us. Helps us to, get to afford to pay for all this stuff. Rickling 10, do you think Forge will be allowed attorneys? Yes, they already are. Uh, I don't know of any attorneys that are not allowing Forge World yet. I'm sure there are some, but I don't know of any. Um, the goal with 8th edition is to let every model be played. Um, yep. And they're, they're still working on that. You guys have seen the FAQs. Uh, they've, they've changed rules with it. So um, I would be confident that uh, in time, every model is going to be good to go for match play. Uh, Captain Lysander, can you use the command point to re-roll the seize the initiative roll? Raw, yes. Rules is intended, no. Nope. And in, uh, I think almost all the tournaments, any of the tournaments associated with playtesting, it's, it's no. Uh, but if, you know, if someone wants to let you do it, sure, go ahead. It's not going to break the game or anything. Uh, T6 Ted, I feel dumb for painting Havocs in Death Guard now. Sucks, uh, but I agree with the auras now. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate, but... What you could do... You might not be too sad eventually, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, you just have to wait. You know, don't throw them away or anything. But yeah. uh, what you might want to do for now is maybe um, paint, like, a, a dot on the, the rim of the base. Maybe put, like, one on each side and then have a different detachment that's Chaos Space Marines that has the mark of Nurgle and then take them there. Yeah. Uh, and then you could have a different detachment with all your Havocs, but just make sure that your opponent can tell. Like, again, painting just dots on the base... The, then your opponent can go like, oh, okay, I can tell that's a different detachment. You th that should handle it, and then if things change in the future, you can paint over it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, JD Esquire is pretty clear. Models like Razorwing Flox are going to get nerfed, but do you think it's still going to be worth? Yeah. No. No one wants to nerf nerf anything out of existence. That's never the point, right? I know the internet's full of hyperbole, and they're like, oh, it's worthless now. Blah. It's like, no, it's not worthless. It's just not. Maybe you won't take 150 of them. Yeah, back. which is, who the hell wants to play that game? Oh, I've got the, the birds versus... The drones. The drones? Like, come on, man. Like, this is, that's idiotic 40K. Like, yeah. that's not fun. It does, you don't even enjoy playing 150 bird army. That's, yeah. come on. Uh, um, the goal is for them to be good, but not to dominate the game. Yeah. Uh, Class Mars, uh, will we see Mariana playing a 40K game in the future? I believe so. Maybe. She's expressed interest in uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, but she does play Age of Sigmar. Uh, Mariana likes gaming, but um, um, like 40K is always kind of intimidated her a little bit. It's a little bit uh, more complicated than games she typically likes to play. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know, we might be able to entice her. On uh, for sure, we'll try to get it on Age of Sigmar cast. Uh, Bugman nineteen eighty three. I'm glad you enjoyed the game last night. Sorry you couldn't make it uh, live. Uh, the Necrons won with style. The Necrons have only lost on stream once. I don't. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was just that one game where uh, you got uh, I seized on you and then it went just bad. Yeah. 
Uh, Lock Infinity, I have an idea for the product for the tabletop community. Where should I submit it? Well, I, I'm assuming you wanted to work with us. I, there's not like a general tabletop gaming yeah. submission hotline or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, if, if you did want to work with us, we'd ha- be happy to hear your idea. Yep. Um, uh, you can shoot it to either of us. Yep. Uh, with Orcs, here we go. Does it let you reroll one die or both? Um, it's not clear. I think that I would expect GW to answer that in an FAQ. Mm-hmm. I read it as you have to reroll both. Yeah, I, w- I would I would agree because it's like one roll. Uh, Hell Direct, ATC isn't allowing Forge World in my face. Boom. I did not know that. In your face. That's funny because I talk to Shane uh, frequently and I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's because, you know what, I didn't, I didn't read their guidelines fully because I knew we weren't going. So, um, well, there you go. I was wrong. ATC is not allowing Forge World and that's a huge event. Uh, uh, DKO Xylophone, even with updates, do you believe there will always be a power level too strong for average competitive play? Well, uh, uh, I hope that's, not. that's also only for the BAL yeah. currently. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Havocs are amazing, T610. But again, maybe just take a detachment of Chaos Space Marines that are Nurgle-themed and then put them in your army and you can still have them. That's what the detachments let you do. Uh, CW Dub, I see the 31 power level ban affects Demon Lords. Those things are dumb, so good call. Yeah, you know what? Not all of them are really that bad. It's really Super Chicken. And then the, the Slanesh one is pretty good. one's pretty beastly. But she's manageable. Um, I think you could argue that they're all manageable, of course, but the, the Super Chicken is really silly. Um, uh, Brother Mellis, uh, he's on his way to ATC. Awesome, hey, good dude. Luck. Hey, good luck. Good yeah. luck. Oh, that, that's... Uh, that's Greg. Yeah, kick butt, dude. I think that's Greg, dude. isn't it? I don't know. If it is, buddy, good luck, man. I hope you guys kick butt. I wish we could have gone. ATC is a blast. Uh, Lock Infinity, it's not a mat design, but a physical, physical component. Yeah, yeah go let ahead us know, man. Email me at frankie at frontlinegame.org, and we'll take a look. And if you have an awesome idea that makes sense, we're happy to work together. We do it a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah, Axe of Inchby is on his way to the ATC. Sick. All right, guys. Well, good luck, man. I can't cool. wait to it's see It's a blast. Friends. It's such yeah. a good event. I uh, hope you guys have a lot of fun. Um, that Italian restaurant we went to was super good and really affordable. Remember, it was oh, like yeah. so much well, the food. food. <laughs> the food in the South is so much cheaper than it I is know. in California. It was crazy. And everyone's super nice. Southern hospitality yeah. is a real thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we had a guy walk up to our table and just start talking so to us. Start talking to us. He just like, sat like, down at dinner. Know. Yeah. He's like, like, where are you guys from? <laughs> but I, I've been in the South a lot and I've encountered yeah. that every single time I've gone where the, the people in the South want to sit and visit with you and they're yeah. really, really nice. Really nice people, um, and it's an affordable place to oh, go yeah, to. Definitely. Cool, uh, guys. Well, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hope you guys tune in for the game tonight. Uh, seeing Harlequins versus Dark Angels should be a lot of fun. And uh, be ready for LVO tickets next week. And we will try to make it up to the boys' GT in upstate New York because that yeah. looks like an amazing yeah. event. Good luck at the ATC, guys. I can't wait to see who wins it. Yeah. Don't choke like I did. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>